0: Stability. Reaching. There is so much confusion around. The Lord is bringing you peace. In the
1: midst of turbulence, in the midst of issues, in in the midst of troubles, in the midst of disappointment, the Lord will bring you peace. an awesome moment and what an awesome encounter with your spirit. We are so excited about the manifestation of your goodness in our midst. Every time that we had met and we had met in your name, Lord, you have showed up. And this morning, we already see that you have showed up. I pray, oh Lord, for everyone here and everyone listening via the podcast or any other medium, that your grace, your beauty, your ability, your power will saturate and overwhelm us. Lord, we came to receive and to hear from you. And I pray in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus that you breathe over your word. Breathe over your word. Breathe over your word. your prayer. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Come on, give praise to Jesus. What an awesome moment. What an awesome time. Lord, we need you and we need you more than ever before. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Put your hands together. Take your seat in heavenly places. Sit on the neck of the enemy. Hallelujah. What an awesome moment. How many of you feel the energizing power of the Holy Spirit? Yeah. That is what happens anytime we come into the presence of the Lord. That is why Bible say that they grow and they go from strength to strength. Each one of them that appears before the Lord in Zion. When you read Psalm 84 verse 7. There is something about the presence of the Lord. Last time I was telling you, that is why the greatest man, the greatest king that has ever lived. There is no king that has been so great than David. His kingdom still exists up to today. Hallelujah. Every monarch on earth takes their source of inspiration, takes their source of um, governance from the ordinances of David. The Bible says that, and his kingdom shall be forever. He said, my covenant with David shall I not break. Hallelujah. Think of it, Elder. Think of it. And that man said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. There is something about being in the house of the Lord. That is why the enemy will do everything to stop you. Because if I am fighting with you, and then I know that this is your weapon. Wisdom demands that I demobilize you of your weapon then I can overcome you. The greatest weapon of the believer, one of the greatest weapons of the believer is in the gathering of the saints. That is why Paul, or the writer of Hebrews, specifically said by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit in Hebrews 10, 25, he said that especially when you see the days approaching, don't neglect the assembling of yourselves together. don't, Don't do that because The enemy is intended and interested in checking us out. You see, the same strategy that Satan used in the book of Genesis is the same strategy he's using today. Okay, As he was in the beginning, so you see, and so shall he be. Satan doesn't change. Praise the name of Jesus. And what was his strategy? His strategy was to check Adam and Eve out of where the Lord had placed them. And once they were checked out. Now they were on their own. I've started preaching, girl. You know? Bible say, and, and, and you know something. The, the, the thing about it is that it's like a woman who has a baby in the, in the womb. When the baby is there, the woman, the baby is covered. The baby is secured. There is 100% premium insurance for the baby. You understand what I'm saying? By the moment the baby comes out, there is no coverage. or maybe 20% coverage. If you don't eat, you starve you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You see, so it is so important. All the children, listen to the message. After the service, I'll ask you questions. If If you get it right, I take you to Chuck E. Cheese. All the children that will pass the questions that I'll ask. So every child that is here, listen to the message. Because after service, I'm going to quiz you. And then if you pass, I take you to Chuck E. Cheese. Or I take you to the... That zone, what is the name of that zone? High zone? Sky zone. I always call it trampo zone. I don't know why I call it trampo zone. <laughs> because of the trampolines or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so I'll quiz you. All right. Now, today, please listen. Before I, I'm going to preach very shortly. But listen, this fast here, the Lord told me, it is fire fast. Listen. Yeah, I want you to write it. Because you need to understand what we are doing. This fasting is fire fasting. And the Lord told me that in Acts chapter 28, you know, when you read from verse number 1 all the way to 6. Let me start from verse number 3. Let me start from verse number 3. Not, no, uh, uh, um, Act 28. Now, from 1 to 6. But let me start from 3. Now, and when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks, you see, and laid them on the fire, there came a vi- Start from 2 for me. you start go back one more yeah and the barbados people showed us no little kindness for they kindled a fire for us and they received us so you see there was a fire and the purpose of the fire was to bring us heat or warmth was to bring us comfort okay verse three says that and when paul had gathered a bundle of sticks because he didn't want the fire to go up and laid them on the fire there came a viper out of the heat you see The heat that will bring you comfort will also bring the serpent out. It is a fire fasting. So, the Lord told me, he said that many things are going to erupt. It's like, it will be sometimes, some of them may be like confusions. Some of them may be like, you know, it's, it's like, when I started the fasting, things are becoming some way. Or there is this, or there is that, or there is that. It is because the Lord said the heat will bring out the serpent. Please, if you are not fasting, I want to crave your indulgence. Do something. Be part of it. Because the heat, the fire is going to bring out the serpent. And the fire is not bringing out the serpent. It's not. It will reveal the serpents that are h- hidden. This particular serpent, this particular venomous viper was hidden for years probably. It had grown. It had, been, it had nourished itself. But it was a dangerous element that was there. And it would never have come out in the cold. It would never have come out in the rain except the fire came. You see? And then he said, and it fastened itself on his hand. And then the next verse, verse 4 and 5 says that, And when the barbarians saw it, hanging saw the venomous viper hanging on They said amongst themselves no no doubt this man is a murderer even though he has escaped the vengeance of the sea vengeance will not leave him and then verse number five says that but he shook off the snake you see the heat will reveal the serpent around but the, the purpose of the serpent being revealed is not to destroy you but for the for the serpents to be destroyed because as long as they remain there, brothers and sisters, they will always be a threat. You see? Maybe today, those serpents are not a threat, but tomorrow they will be. And so this fasting is going to shake. It's going to bring a lot of shaking. It's going to bring, we have just started it, and there has been major shakes from day one. Do I have witnesses here? Yeah. yeah. There will be major shakes. The purpose is not for the shake to destroy you, but for you to destroy the shake. I mean, the purpose of the sheikh is not for the revealing of the serpent to destroy you. It will fasten itself on you. It will attack you. It may attack your relationship. It may attack your health. It may attack your finances. It may attack your peace. It may attack your joy. It may attack something that is connected to you. But listen, the purpose of it fastening itself to you. It's not so that it will destroy you. Your ability to take your position will determine how much or what happens to the serpent. Yeah, when it happened, Paul took his position. Look at what he did. Bible said that look at verse number the verse 4 again. You see, and when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hanging on his hand, they said among themselves, This guy is a murderer. Sometimes when the shake comes. The enemy may try to tell you, or situations and circumstances may try to tell you that you are the cause. Yeah, you did this. Well, that then. Wait, this. That, that, that. That is why this thing. But the purpose is the fire. The purpose is not you. The snake didn't come because of Paul. The snake came because of the fire. So this fasting is going to reveal some serpents. I need to warn you ahead. So that when you see the serpents being revealed, don't be afraid, take your position. Amen. Stand upon your watch. Amen. If Paul had not stood upon his watch, look at the Bible said that verse, the next verse verse five. and the Bible said that he stood upon his watch. in other words he took his position. He was just smiling in the midst of the turbulence, especially in this fast smile. <laughs> that is a word for somebody in the midst of this fast. Anything that shows up, don't complain, don't cry, don't cow down, don't bow down. Take your position. He said, I will stand upon my watch, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1. And I will hear what he will tell me. He said, "He and look at that. When he took his position, Bible said that he felt no harm. Verse number 6 says that, and when the people saw it, they changed their mind when you take your position in the midst of the turbulence and the turbulence doesn't check you out as it check adam and eve out ladies and gentlemen people around you will change their mind about you the situation will change its mind about you and i'm prophesying to somebody by the inspiration of the holy spirit that whatever fire whatever the fire reveals ladies and gentlemen it will bring the best in you it will bring you to the place of expectation because Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, he says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. God is thinking for you. Stop thinking in the midst of the turbulence, Because God is thinking for you. What you need to do is to take your position. Second Chronicles chapter 20, and I'm reading from verse number 14. Here what Jehoshaphat. By the way, what am I talking about? I will stand upon my watch. That is my topic for this morning. I will stand upon my watch. And it is the theme for the fasting. See? Now here was Jehoshaphat. He had been bombarded on every side by situations. Now Jehoshaphat was just about to. He he, he was a king. He was doing good. Everything was working well. He was about to enter into another phase. Listen. Sometimes the Lord wants you to enter into another phase. But sometimes fear, timidity, intimidation. So the Lord will cause the enemy to come around. Because, you see, your friends will let you be in your comfort zone. Your enemies will let you be in your discomfort zone. And it is only in your discomfort zone that you give birth. A woman that is birthing is not in the comfort zone. No. If, you don't, if you don't take care, your hand pass around the mouth. Will chew, she will chew your hands. The woman is about to deliver in pain. Ah, ah, honey, honey. Don't do that. She might end up chewing your fingers. Before she realizes it. Hallelujah. Because until you get to your moment of travail and your moment of pain, you can't deliver. So the essence of the fire, or sometimes the, 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 the serpents that the, the fire will reveal is not intended to destroy you, but to move you out of your comfort zone into the next level. I'm talking already to somebody. Sometimes your heart will be burdened. Sometimes it will, you wake up in the fast. You don't know what is happening. You are sad, whatever. You got to take your position. Tell somebody, stand upon your watch. And say, take your position. Take your position. When you stand upon your watch, God will now come in. God want to come in. The Lord want to do you good. Because that is what he has said. But you got to stand upon your watch. So here was Jehoshaphat. He had been bombarded and surrounded by issues, enemy issues all over. Now he was afraid. Went into the house of the Lord, prayed. Bible said that they fasted like we are doing, and then all of a sudden the word of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of whatever whatever is over there. Verse fifteen, Hallelujah. And then he said, "Hearken, be not afraid, be not dismayed," just like Paul was not afraid. Paul was not dismayed. The wind was blowing. The sea was ravaging. Jesus was asleep. Can you help me tell somebody, take your position? Listen, taking your position or if I I stand upon or standing upon my watch is the same as taking your position. Standing upon your watch is the most important when you come into a place where it's like you are surrounded by issues. Look at that. He said, Haken, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. By reason of the great multitude, the issues that are surrounding you, he said, don't let them make you afraid. Why? Why? It's on the board, the last statement. Why? For the battle is what? But, come on, for the battle is what? But, okay. How will God fight? Look at the next verse. Verse 16. He said, tomorrow go down. You shall find them before the wilderness of Jeruel. And verse 17. Look at verse 17. You shall not need to fight this battle. Set yourselves. Give me NLT, this verse. Verse 17. Give me verse 17 in NLT. You will not even need to fight. Take your position. Hey, Stand upon your watch. Take your position. It's not saying that the enemy is not there. It is a real enemy. It is a real situation you have faced it. Your body, what your body is going through is real. It is not fake. It is not virtual. It is not fake. Do not be dismayed. Only take your position. And the last time when I was preaching during Mr. and Mrs. Williams, the third wedding, I told you that sometimes until you come to a place like this, you will not know the other dimension of your God. If the Israelites had not gotten into the Red Sea, will we ever have known that God can break the Red Sea, open the Red Sea? Hannah was 90 years old. If the Lord had not allowed Hannah to be 90 years old, would we ever have known that even at the age of 90, a woman can give birth? When it got to Elizabeth, Zechariah's wife, John the Baptist's mother, for, she, for her, she was so old that the Bible said that she was well stricken in age. They couldn't even find her age number. She was so old. Menopause, megapause, tetrapause, whatever pauses. Now she has moved from pause to stop. Yet, At the visitation of the Lord. At the... Job, the book of Job says that when a tree is cut, it still has hope that at the scent of water, it shall revive again. <laughs> take your... Help tell somebody, take your position. That is all that we need to do. In every battle, All you need to do brothers and sisters in order. And remember I told you that there are three things that we do with battles, right? You remember? Do you remember them? What are the three things that we do with battles? Number one, we do what? There are battles we do what? There are battles we fight. Number two, there are battles what? There are battles we run away from them. And there are battles there are battles and the battles that the Lord will fight for you, ladies and gentlemen, you got to just take your position. And you, Because when the Lord is about to fight for you, ladies and gentlemen, you got to only take your position. If you are not in your position, you limit God. As long as we stay in our position, God is committed to his covenant. He is committed to his covenant. So, I want to give you six points you know the reason why i give points is so that you can be able to write notes i can give you a narrative message you may not be able to pick all the points so i break them down into soluble facts so that you can eat point one point two point three point four praise the name of jesus is it not powerful so by the way what does it mean to take your position right or what does it mean to stand upon your watch Standing upon your watch means abiding in him and his words in you. Simple. I'll explain it. If I say take your position or stand upon your watch, it means you are abiding in the Lord. Okay? Staying in the Lord and his words staying in you. There are many people who are in the Lord. The words of the Lord is not in them. John chapter 15 verse 4 to 7. John 15 verse 4 to 7. Is somebody picking up what I'm talking about? Yeah. Abide in me. You see? Very, very powerful scripture. Let's read the Bible. He said, abide in me. NG. And he said, and I in you. And he said, "As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine no more can you become anything except you abide in me. Take your position. Ooh. And this is what the enemy is after. Benedicta. Every arrow the enemy throws at you. Every issue the enemy puts you in. Everything that comes around you. The intention is to check you out from abiding in him. When Adam and Eve were checked out from the garden, they were on their own. The Lord said, from today, you are on your own. Fend for yourself. Now, murder started. People started killing. Cain started killing his brother. Now, envy, jealousy, hatred. Everything in the life of mankind started when man lost his position. So, he said, abide in me. I will stand upon my watch means that no matter whatever happens I will abide in him and he his works in me he said exactly as the, 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 the branch cannot bear on itself except it abides in the vine even so can you not become anything except you abide in me now look at verse number five to 7 he said I am the vine, I am the stock. You are the branches. Now, he's giving us vivid reasons. I mean, it's why we got to stay connected. He said, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him. The same bring forth much fruit. So, bringing forth much fruit is not only a product of prayer. Stay in him before you even pray. Amen. Like I was saying last week, you are not in the school. Now, you want to write the exam. They have not even admitted you. How do, does It does make sense, honey. They have not even admitted you into the school. Now you are crying. How am I going to write uh, um, this, this test? Are you in the school? Do you have an admission letter? No. Do you have a student ID? No. But why are you thinking of it? Because I will go there. Have they accepted you yet? No. You are crazy. So, to even before you pray, abide in him. Abide in him. That is why sometimes... Some people, when they pray, the more they pray, the more the situation becomes worse. Because they are not in him. (laughs) Listen, listen. The word abide does not mean mean acquaintance. Listen. There is acquaintance and there is intimacy. Or intimacy. However you choose to call it, depending on where you were schooled. (laughs) Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. We have acquaintances. There are people there, you your acquaintances. Oh, hello, hello. Do you know him? Yeah, I have seen him a couple of times. Yeah, 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 yeah. But intimacy, you know the color that the person loves. You know the food that the person loves. You know what provokes the person. You know what will let the person buy you ice cream. You know everything about the person. Am I talking to somebody here? Come on, am I talking to somebody here? The word abide in him means that be intimate with him. Meaning that be in him... You know his words. He knows your way. That is why the prayer number two that we prayed. He said, Lord, help me to love what you love. And to hate what you hate. Talking about intimacy. Somebody say, take your position. Say, I will stand upon my watch. And I, he, the same bring forth my Yay. Why? For without me, look at that without me. Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 17 and I think verse 28 or so, he said that in him we live and move and have for in him we do what? And do what? And do what? Come on, in him we do what? And and so outside him we do what? uh uh-huh. and, and what? My goodness! Outside him we die, we are stagnated, and we don't have identity. That is why in the world, they have all manner of identities. Now the world is suffering from identity crisis, Najal. Listen, the problem of the world is identity crisis. The same problem that Satan gave to Adam and Eve is the same thing that he's giving to the world now. He said, no, 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 no. You are not what God says you are. When you eat this fruit, you become wiser. You are not this. You are something else packaging this. Mm. Adam and Eve said, Ah! We want to see it. They step in the Lord and say, "Hey, ah! Who told you you are not that? foolishness? You have lost it. The world is suffering from identity crisis. But in him, we live. Uh-huh. We move. And we have. And we have so outside him we die we are stagnated and we don't have any identity is it a good statement is it a good version of the Bible (laughs) so how do we take our position how do we stand upon our watch my my lambs are you listening because I'll come to (laughs) I have senior lambs inside maybe they are Senior Apprentice Lambs. Number one, how do I take my stand? How do I stand upon my watch? Number one, acknowledge and run to God as your, listen, not just acknowledge and run to God. Acknowledge and run to God as your ultimate, sorry, as your ultimate and not as an alternative. Many people have God as an option. Many people have God as an alternative. Well, you know, well, um, well, we will try, we'll, we'll pray, but you know, yeah, but you know, nowadays you can't depend on prayer, you know. It's like they they know God, but they deny the power thereof. Praise the name of Jesus. Acknowledge God. And run to him as your ultimate, not as an alternative. You got to know how great your God is. If you understand how great he is and how valuable and precious His word is, you'll be able to bank all your hope in him. When the prodigal son had an encounter, the first thing that he did was that he acknowledged and he remembered his father. And he ran back to his father. No matter what happens, don't stay away. Please help me tell somebody. Say, no matter what happens. No matter how the enemy hates you. Don't run away. Because you ran away to die. Amen. And I'm not talking about physical death. I'm talking about you spiritually being disconnected. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. When Jehoshaphat encountered the problem that we are talking about in 2nd Chronicles right? Chapter 20 look at verse 3. The first thing is that he he went straight into the house of the Lord. Went straight into the house of the Lord. Now sometimes when I'm preaching messages because I've counseled people a lot, you know, I try to let people know that I am not talking about them. I am pre- You understand? Yeah. Because chances are that you see, my job as a pastor is very, very, very I won't say difficult, but in some way. Because sometimes because people have told you certain things if you are preaching, the Holy Ghost wants you to say something. Your mind might, your mind will tell you that uh, maybe this person might think that he's the one I'm talking about. But please, this is a disclaimer. I'm not talking about anybody. I'm preaching the word of God. Because it's in the Bible. When you are buffeted by the devil, don't run after the world. Don't chase the world. What does it mean to chase the world? Some people can resort to alcoholism. Some people can resort to women. Some people can resort to drugs. Some people can resort to entertainment of the world. And listen, entertainment, you know that word? Listen, entertainment starts with the word enter. So, any entertainment that is demonic, demons enter you. Entertainment is a doorway. Any any form of entertainment is a doorway. That is why the first, the starting part of the word entertainment is enter. So, eh, what, what manner of entertainment is it? Oh, this manner of entertainment, they have entered you. It is a doorway that has been opened. Yeah? So, don't run to the well it will destroy you. First thing Bible says, Jehoshaphat feared, set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. So when the enemy comes against you, in standing your position for God to take over the battle, run to the Lord. Run to the Lord. If God is an option, you will only use Him. If God is your only alternative, I mean your only ultimate end you will have a relationship with him. So which one do you do? Do you have a relationship with God or you use him? What is the difference between the two? When you are using God, you only come when you have a problem. Yeah. Then when the problem goes, you go away. But when you have a relationship with him, now when you are using God, if you ask him for something he doesn't give you, you become offended. I ask you for this one it's like a girl who wants to use a man am I preaching can you give me can you buy me Apple watch oh I don't have money I don't love you again we are not compatible sister because of Apple watch you are not compatible you wanted to use me or what praise the name of Jesus but a man who wants to use a girl give me sex the woman said, the girl said, I won't give you sex. He said, then you don't love me. Hey, sex is not love. Tell somebody for me, sex is not love. Now you are there. Now you are there. And then, <laughs> when married men are talking, married women are talking. Amen. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. <laughs> you wait. One day we'll have a married, powerful marriage seminar. use God. Have a relationship with God. And then, you see, when you use God, that day you are in trouble. He may not show up. He may be busy with somebody with a relationship with him. Huh? You get it? Uh-huh. But when you have a relationship with him, when you call, he's on point. J333. Right? J333. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3. J333. What does he see? Van Dyke. Apostle Van Dyke. Without looking on the board. Call unto me. (laughs) Look at it. (laughs) And I will answer. (laughs) And I will show you. Look at that. Great and mighty things. Which you know not. So there are many things we don't know. But a call to him. Chantel will reveal it. But we can only call to him for him to answer us when we have a relationship with him. Not when we use him as an option. When my children come to me and they are hungry, I, they don't need, you see, they don't need to cry so much. Daddy, I'm hungry. I want this. I buy it for them. But when somebody uses me as an option, you know that life, in life, you, you know people who use you. Don't, don't you know? You know people who get to you when they need something. Now, so when the people, those people are getting, you say, what is, you just tell me what you need and then let me be free. <laughs> Do I have witnesses here? Yeah. Shall they, am I talking the truth? Yeah. You just go like, what now? What now? What again? Yeah. What, what is it again now? Because you know that the person uses you. You know that anytime the person comes around you, it's because of some. They don't have a relationship with you. So sometimes, even when the person asks you, you say, I'll think about it. Meanwhile, the thing is there. I say, I'll think about it. think about it. Number two. So tell somebody, run to God and acknowledge him as your only, as your ultimate source, not as an option. Praise the name of Jesus. Number two, how do we stand upon our watch? Number two, undo every excess weight. Uh Uh-huh excess weight. Excess weight. I'm not talking about your body weight, please. Not talking about that. Undo excess weight. There are weights that weigh us down in life. Excess weight are things that are connected and attached to us from our past that we don't want to undo. Yeah. So we we love Jesus, but we also love the attachment. President, come, young man, come. come. Yes, come. Come and hold me here. Elder, you to come. You are the people in front here. Uh, please come. Now, I want you to look at this. So. Hold, hold, hold. Let me open this thing before they remove my buttons. <laughs> now, so these are my excess weight help you. Come and stand in front here. I'll make sure I help you so any of you. Come and stand in front there. Yeah, standing. in that, Okay, that's okay. That's okay. Go back a bit. Stretch your hand, let me see. Uh-huh, okay. Now, this is my blessing. Please, make sure I don't get them. You make sure you stop them from, uh, from, uh, you pull them and then, so that they can, so there are excess, excess luggages. Unforgiveness is here bitterness, wrong friends wrong appetite, I want some more excess baggages, wrong appetite you know, everything you see you want to eat so, there is a blessing here, look at that are you seeing me, the excess weight, watch me, don't miss it I want to, this is my blessing I know that the blessing is here I can, you see, sometimes your eye can see the blessing you stretch your hand, your, all you need is just a little contact, and then you get connected to the blessing. But there are you see, and God, God, listen, the thing is that God will not change the position of the blessing. Yeah, 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 yeah. God wants you to take your position, but you are moving. But sometimes, let me go a little, but don't stop me. I mean, don't you see? You see, so I come a little. Oh, Oh, God is not faithful. God is faithful. But there are excess baggages. So in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, he said, As seeing that we are surrounded, and I come, are you with me? Wherefore, seeing also that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. So you cut this one off. Now, at least. No, sir, keep on holding it. Ooh, now, you see that there is a little relief, right? But you see, there is still some attachment. So now you go back and you say that, Lord, what is it that is still troubling me? The Lord said that unforgiveness, there are people who can't forgive. There are people who can't forgive. He said that enviness, you see your brother progress. Who told you that when your brother progresses, you can't progress? Who told you that when your sister marries, you can't marry? Who told you that when somebody gets a company, you cannot get a multi-million company? In fact, when you see somebody being blessed, it means that yours is an upgraded version of that one. So until you go and you catch that envy, and then you go and then you embrace your blessing. I see somebody embracing their blessing. Come on, shout me, I believe in, I receive it. Cut off the excess weight. The Lord, all the Lord is waiting for you is for you to cut off the excess weight pa, 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 and then you'll be there. Cut off the excess weight. Turn it off. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank God these people didn't cut off my suit. Your ability to take your stand is a product of how free you are. Number three. Call my time. Number three. Number three, I follow Christopher. How do I stand upon my watch? Die to self, self is the number one enemy of the believer, not to humanity. To (laughs) thank you, Lord Holy Holy Spirit. Thank you. Listen, self is the number one enemy to the believer, not to the world. To the world, Satan is their number one enemy. It's a deep thing that I've told you. Say if Satan can get you, Pastor Solomon, it is through yourself. For the world, Satan has them. So they don't need self to destroy them. God he himself is destroying them. But for you, this beautiful, handsome young man, if the devil wants you, he will use yourself. So uh, he didn't get it. I would say it again. Die to self. Because self is the believer's number one enemy, not Satan. Matthew. Satan is not the believer's enemy. I mean, he's not the believer's number one enemy. Satan engages yourself, Chantel, against you. But to the unbelievers, to the world, he is their number one. You understand? So, if said that if you are able to tame this body, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. Hey, 26 and 27. Let's start from 26. In fact, maybe we might even start from 25 to 27 very quickly. He said, And every man, look at it, every man that strives, corner, every man that strives. So, we are striving. Every man that strives for mastery. You must be temperate in all things. They do that to receive a corruptible crown, but we are an incorruptible crown. And verse 26 and 27 says that, I therefore so run, not as uncertainty. In other words, I don't, and I don't implicate myself in me. He said, so fight I, not as one that beat the air. but verse 27 says, I keep this body under subjection. Satan is already under the feet of the believer. Ephesians chapter 1. When you read from verse number 19 to 21, and then Ephesians chapter 2, when you start reading from verse number 4, 5, 6, 7, he has told you the position of Satan as far as the believer is concerned. You are seated in heavenly places, far above principalities, about powers, above authorities, about the forces of darkness. Satan is not your number one enemy, yourself. So he said, I keep this body under subjection. God, if the enemy is able to touch this body. Tell somebody, die to self. Die to self. What will make the believer already? One of them is the self. One of them is what? I say, Lord, help me. So Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, verse 20 and 21. Look at Galatians 2, 20 and 21. Very powerfully. Galatians 2, 20 and 21. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh. So I am living in this container. But he said that I live it by the faith of the son of man. The son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Then as verse 21. I do not frustrate the grace. Praise the name of Jesus. Dahlia, tell somebody. Die to self. You want to you want to stand upon your watch die to self number four number four very very important all the points are very very important number four in order for you to take your stand stand upon your watch come out of the past Ooh. come out of the listen things have happened Things are happening. Things will happen. Did you get that? Uh-uh. Desiree, did you get that? Yes, sir. I said things have happened. Uh-huh. Things are happening. Yeah, things, things will happen. Happening. Except you are a spirit. Right. But if you're a human being, Zach, things have happened. Yes. Things yeah. are happening. Yeah. Things will still happen. Yeah. So what must I do? When things happen, come out of the past. Now, the things that are happening, the things that have happened, the things that will happen, they are both bad and good. Many people are dwelling in both the bad and the good. Some people are stagnated by their past glories. Oh, you know, we were the first that started these things here. And then they will twist their lips to make it, you know, very rich. Brothers and sisters, we are not looking for ex champions, we are looking for current champions. Of the past, one day the man somewhere had gone to consecrate his first president. Can you imagine the pride in him?
0: Uh, uh, you know,
1: you, you know me, my prophetic grace made me consecrate a president, and that was President Saul, the first president. And then one day the Lord said, I've taken out Saul because when I tell Saul, sit here, he said, I'm already up. When the Lord said, Saul, so, come here, he said, All right, I'm already gone. The very things that the Lord will tell Saul, Mr. William the third, that was the very things that he will not do or he would do otherwise. So in first Samuel chapter 16, the Lord came unto Samuel. He said, Ah, oh boy, why are you always crying about this thing that is past? is past? It is past, it is past. Tell somebody it is past. First Samuel, give me first samuel chapter 16. First Samuel chapter 16. It is past. Don't let it stagnate you. He said, the Lord said unto Samuel, how long will you mourn over the past? Why can't you? And you see, the reason why people cannot come out of the past is sometimes they forgive others. They can't forgive themselves. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Stop holding yourself prisoner of your mistakes. Things have happened are happening, things will come on, things will so your ability to learn how to forgive yourself and others easily is ladies and gentlemen an absolute wisdom for advancement it is an absolute wisdom for advancement come out of the past and when I talk of come out from the past I'm not talking about only bad things Come out from also the old good things. Why? Because Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. Isaiah 43, verse 18. He said, remember not the former things. Because as long as you remember the former things and you stay in it. And last year you did the same thing. Last two years you did the same thing. Last three years you did the same. It will repeat next year. It will repeat. Oh. It will repeat. Give me a gong, and let me beat it well. It will repeat. As long as you stay in the past and you keep reference of the past, not for your learning, but to pity party, it will be repeated. And that is how come brother Shukwanda disappointed me. And that is how come brother Bosco also disappointed me. Sister, brother KK Fosu may disappoint you because you are holding on to the past. Tell somebody, remember all the former things. Neither consider the things of old. Why? Ask me why. why? The answer is the next verse, verse 19. For behold, I do, I do, I do, praise, I do. Come on, somebody, celebrate. I do a new thing. I do a new thing. I'll do a new thing. Until you come out of the past, you will not be able to take your position for the Lord to do a new thing in your life. Esther, the Lord said, I'll do a new thing. Yeah. Forget about that text message. Forget about that mistake. Forget about that error. Forget about that disappointment. Forget about that medical report that you received. Because I'll do a new thing. A doctor became pregnant when the doctor said she could not give birth. They said it. Documented. Say the Lord is doing a new thing. Say the Lord is doing a new thing. thing." thing." Do, do, Do you believe it? Child, do you believe it? Say the Lord is doing a new thing. Say I will not stay in the past. I will not be in the old. I take on the new. Come on, somebody celebrate. Number five. Number five. How do I take my position? Now, there are some points, there are some things I I omitted. I'll put it in the second service. Number six, number five, right? Be expectant of good results. Many people are expectant of bad results. Hey! Be expectant of be expectant of uh many people and believers are expectant of bad results. What if I don't get this? What if I don't get that? What if this happens? What if that happens? Stop living in that kind of issue. Okay? Be expectant. What is your expectation, especially in these 14 days? Your expectation will inform your stability. You see? Yeah, your, your expectation. Because if you are expe- I tell you, Connor, I tell you, I'll meet you here at 3 p.m. By 3 p.m., you are stable there. Why? Because you are expecting me. Your expectation determines your stability in life. That is why he said, I will stand upon my watch and I will look to hear until you stand upon your watch. You don't be expecting anything. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1. Now, Mr. I'll, I'll give you two more scriptures over there. Proverbs 23. Prince, are you writing? Proverbs 23. Oh. Verse 18 to 20. Proverbs 23. For look at <laughs> for surely there is an end. And can we read the next one? And thine expectation shall come on. Thine expectation shall not. So your expectation determines your stability and your positioning. What did Job say? He said, the thing I expected has happened. Job 3.25. He said, the thing I feared most. The expectation of Job was like, what about if I lose my children? What about if I lose my business? What about if I lose my my husband? What about if I lose my wife? What about if my children grow up without me? What about if I die young? Stop that nonsense expectation. It is being fooled by the enemy. What did Paul say? What did Paul say? did paul say he said philippians chapter 4 right and verse 8 he said yeah do that thing for me philippians chapter 4 verse 8 he said that whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are whatsoever things are whatsoever things are they will give it to us right it's uh, philippians chapter 4 verse 8 he said if there is any virtue if there is anything can think upon this let these be your expectations. Look at the parameters of expectations. Why are you thinking that you may not married? You may not get married. Because of that brother Bosco that disappointed you. Stop that. Stop that. He's a vessel. The Lord is bringing you a G-Wagon. Yeah, G-Wagon. Either G Wagon or G Wagon. It is W A G O N. So Wagon or Wagon. Depends on where you're schooled. Finally, write this one. Let's close. Finally, live in praise. Live in praise and thanksgiving. Ah, Yeah, 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 yeah. When you have a solid expectation in the Lord, be, be flamboyant and buoyant in praise. My goodness. Ooh! Yet though he slay me, I'll rejoice.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm excited for somebody's future. I said I'm excited for somebody's next step. I'm excited for your next story. I'm excited for your report. I'm excited for your news. I'm excited for your new identity. I'm excited about your testimony. I said, I am excited. Somebody excited. Rise on your feet. Give the Lord some shout of praise. <laughs> Psalm 20. Keep standing. I'm done. Psalm 22 verse 3. Psalm 22 verse 3. Keep standing. I'm done if you can. He said, but thou are holy. He's talking about God. Oh, thou that inhabit the praises of your people. So, if you want to have the presence of the Lord to help you take your position, live in praise. Live in praise. Nothing must make you. Sometimes when you are with me, except I tell you, you never know what I go through. Because I don't pretend, I kill it. There are those who pretend, that thing will kill you. Don't pretend. Kill it. And how do you kill it? By praise. All, all the time I'm laughing.
0: <laughs>
1: Whether it is a fake laugh or a genuine laugh, I'll laugh. All. Because there is something about laughter. Can I hear somebody laugh? <laughs> do you know that? Do you know that? Wait, wait, wait. Do you know that there are some people too who don't laugh at all? Even if you give a joke, you know that as for this joke, everybody must laugh, then they'll say
0: hey
1: brother, you die soon. Hallelujah. Tell somebody laugh for me. Oh, come on, laugh, laugh, laugh. Now come laugh. Laugh, laugh. Somebody laugh, 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 laugh. It is medicine. Can you give me that scripture? He said, Laughter do what good like medicine. Put it on the board for me and let us laugh to end today let us laugh to end the first service he said laughter do it good like medicine put it on the board for me thou that inhabited the praises of your people and one of the artifacts of praise is laughter look at it they'll put it on the board all the prayers we are doing today is laughter laugh just laugh and celebrate the lord <laughs> listen Proverbs 17, 24. 22. Give me Proverbs 17. Proverbs, 20, Proverbs 17, 22. Look at that. Proverbs 20. He said, A merry heart do good like a medicine. Give it to me in NLT. 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 A cheerful. No, give it to me in ISV or something. I want the one or NIV. He said, Laughter do good. Laughter. I want you to lift up your hand. Say, Father, I take my stand. Have you been blessed? Say, Lord, I take my stand. Come on, take your stand in the next one minute. I know my time is fast spent, but take your stand. Pray. I don't know what you heard. Say, Lord, I take my position that you will take over the battle. Oh, what a day. Oh, the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. My new identity. My new song. My new identity. My new song. He has become Just pray. He has become
0: my delivery, if I, the Lord is my friend. Is my soul. my soul.
1: something has broken loose this morning. Hello. before you. These 14 days, Lord, we take our position that you take over the battles of life. You are our song. You are our shield. You have become our salvation. Lord, restore. Anyone that needs restoration wanting to put your hand on your heart. The Lord is going to restore your love back to God. You need healing. your hand on your stomach but you need restoration put your hand on your heart father in the name of Jesus I cry upon this altar this exalted altar restore lord restore 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 joy restore peace holy spirit of the lord please work in our backgrounds there is anybody needing healing please heal there is anybody needing your peace in the name of Jesus. I pray. I pray.
0: I pray. Makona bayuka malawayam.
1: Be put to shame. Listen, by the covenant that we have with God upon this altar, you will not be put to shame. It doesn't matter how far you go; the Lord will bring you back. The Lord will restore you. You will not be disconnected from the grace of God. You will not be disconnected from the mercies of God. You will not be disconnected from the love of God. You will not be disconnected from the power of God. You will not be disconnected from the divine security of the Lord. You will not be disconnected from the favor of the Lord. Receive a fresh start. Receive a fresh start. Receive a new beginning. The Lord bless you. The Lord keeps you. The Lord empower you. The Lord strengthen you. ¡Oh! and our contrite spirit before you. And Lord, bring restoration. Bring empowerment. Bring fresh grace. Bring fresh connection. Our connectivity. Lord, we may have gone wayward. We may have gone back by our choices. Making you an alternative instead of making you our ultimate option. Forgive us. Have mercy on us. Lord, Excess packages, we cut them off. We cut them off. We cut them off. We want to die to self. I will say that die daily to yourself. We die to ourselves, our inordinate passions, the excess weight. And Lord, we pray in Jesus' name to live in grace, to live in joy, to be fully expectant of good things. And Lord, above all. That we will live a life of thanksgiving. We decree and declare we will never be the same. Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Can somebody put your hands together and take your seat. That song must be part of our second service worship song. Yeah. God bless you. In case, is there anybody here who doesn't have Jesus as the Lord and personal savior? Pray with you, all right. I want us to lift up our offering unto the Lord first service. Please lift up an offering unto the Lord, Father. We thank you, the seed is blessed. The harvest is bountiful. Please drop it with joy. Can you put a giving portal on the line so that those that are in-house, if it is, you can, please, give bountifully. This is the giving portal. Please give bountifully. Amen. All right. Now, no, no, we are fasting. Sister, help us, Lord. Amen. We are fasting. We will break the fast at 1 p.m. for today. Those that want to break it from 1 p.m. onwards. Weekends on our fasting, we break it on weekends, Saturday and Sunday after 1 p.m. So anytime from 1 p.m. upwards all the way to 6, you can break it. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. Stand on your feet. The Lord empower and strengthen you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and give you his peace and countenance. Jesus name. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. With long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our life.